welcome to The Prosperity Gap, where we discuss the financial gap that exists between you and your retirement. It's time to bridge that gap. Hello, Prosperity Nation. Welcome back to another episode of The Prosperity Gap. My name is Dave Hall. I'm The Prosperity Guy, and I will be your host. I know most of you are super busy, but if you have not done so yet, please make sure you take the time to subscribe to the show. I release a new show every Friday, and I want to make sure you get the latest information on what you need to do to have a tax-free and risk-free retirement. I have some very exciting news to share with you today. First off, the Prosperity Club is open and ready for you to get signed up. As a member of the club, you will get instant access to our top educational tools. This includes our webinars, various brochures, and other content that will be added over time. The cost to sign up is normally $99, but for a limited time, it's free and get access to the club at no charge. This offer will not last long, so please go to my website at theprosperityguy.com and get signed up today. The second thing I'm excited to announce is we will be launching two new webinars before the end of the year. Yes, somewhat unprecedented. We're launching them at the same time. The first one's going to be on self-directed retirement plans, and the second one is going to be on 529 college savings plans. I've had a ton of questions on both of these topics, so I put these webinars together so you can get the information you need to use in your retirement planning. If you have ever gone on a cruise, You know that the cruise companies do an amazing job at trying to make sure they make money off of everything you do while you're on that vacation. It starts with flights and transfers to the cruise terminal and ends with them trying to plan out ground transportation and shore excursions at every port of call. On my first cruise, which was back when I was in my 20s, I took the cruise company up on much of what they had to offer. I use them for almost all of my ground transportation at each port, and I use them to book all of my shore excursions. But after that first cruise, I realized there was a big disconnect between what the cruise company was offering and what I wanted for my family. First off, I realized there was a difference between the cost the cruise company was offering the products and services for and what I could buy the items for on my own which wasn't such a problem because I do realize that cruise companies did offer something I couldn't get somewhere else. And that was that guarantee that if there was a problem, they would make sure that I got back on the boat or that I got to the next port of call. But the second issue, which to me was a far bigger problem, is I realized the cruise company didn't offer some of the top things my family and I enjoyed doing because there just wasn't enough money being charged for the event for them to offer it as an option and still be able to take their cut. Therefore, since that time, when I've gone on other cruises, I've taken it upon myself to book my own activities off the boat so that I know I can get the experience I'm looking for for my family. Why do I tell you this story? Because it relates so well to what many of you are experiencing with your retirement. You've been told your whole life by financial advisors and large brokerage companies that you should only be investing your retirement money into certain types of assets because that is all they sell and that is how they make all their money. But the reality of it is there are a bundle of other things you can invest your retirement money in that might be even a better option for your retirement. But the large brokerage houses are not going to be the ones to help you do it because they're not the ones that are making any money. 
Today, I'm going to be talking about the self-directed Roth IRA and how you can use it to invest in non-traditional assets for your retirement and still be able to get to a tax-free and risk-free retirement. But before I do, let's take a minute for a word from our sponsor. Today's show is being brought to you by eTrends Group, CPAs and Strategic Advisors. If you are tired of the struggles that come with trying to manage your own taxes, accounting, or bookkeeping, then you need to reach out and let the professionals at eTrends Group give you a hand. Learn more about their services and how they can help you with your common and not-so-common financial problems. Go to www.etrendsgroup.com. A self-directed Roth IRA is a retirement plan that allows for alternative investments for your retirement savings. Although this type of retirement plan has been around for decades, they've struggled to gain popularity. There are many reasons for this, but the biggest one is because the big brokerage firms that spend billions of dollars marketing retirement investments have nothing to gain if you decide you want to do a self-directed Roth IRA. Self-directed retirement accounts do come in various shapes and sizes, but today I'm going to spend our time together only talking about the self-directed Roth IRA. I'm a strong believer that tax rates will have to be higher in the future or the government will not be able to meet all of their liabilities. Therefore, it's in the best interest of most Americans to pay the taxes now while we have historically low tax rates rather than waiting until a time in the future when tax rates could be double and create major havoc on your retirement plan. It's important you know that self-directed Roth IRAs are not for everyone. If your retirement plan is structured in a way where you're not looking to invest in non-traditional assets, then just stick with the traditional Roth IRA that you have. But if you are looking for a tax-free way to invest in things such as real estate or precious metals, then a self-directed Roth IRA may be just what you're looking for. Self-directed assets are usually broken down into three main asset classes. The first class is real estate. This can include real estate you plan to buy and then hold for a long period of time, real estate you plan to flip, maybe you're going to buy it, fix it up, and then resell it, and also rental real estate. The second class of asset is what I call second-tier investments. Second-tier investments include items such as cryptocurrency, precious metals, tax liens, private companies and startups, private loans, and crowdfunding companies. There are other second-tier investments that are not on my list, but this should give you a pretty good idea of the types of assets that I'm talking about and that you can use your self-directed Roth IRA to invest in. The third class are what I call exotics. And yes, these investments can be every bit as flamboyant as the name implies. Some good examples of exotics that other people include in their self-directed Roth IRA accounts are things like zoos, racehorses, and people. Yes, I did say people, but it's not just any group of people. What I'm talking about here are people who have an opportunity to make money based upon their talents. This includes individuals who may one day become professional athletes, professional models, or even professional influencers. As you can see, the door is pretty much wide open on what you can invest in in your self-directed IRA. But there are some no-nos that you must stay away from or you're going to have major problems with the IRS. These no-nos include S-corporations, life insurance contracts, any investments with disqualified persons, and collectibles. Collectibles would include things such as antique vehicles and artwork, 
where the main purpose of the investment is to profit on the rarity of what you're investing in. In regards to disqualified persons, the list includes you and your spouse, lineal ancestors and descendants, such as your parents or your children, anyone providing services to your self-directed plan, and an entity that is owned 50% or more by a disqualified person. You may be surprised to find out, though, that it does not include people like your brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, and even your cousins. Now you know the basics of what you can invest in and who you can invest with, let me walk you through an example of what this might look like for you. If you have listened to some of my prior podcasts, you may remember that I did a show on why you should not own rental real estate in retirement if you want to get to a tax-free retirement. In that show, the only exception I listed for owning rental real estate in retirement was if you put it into a self-directed plan. Therefore, for our example today, I'll use rental real estate as the asset for the self-directed Roth IRA. In our example, I'm going to assume that Jim and Heather Larson are age 55. They currently own their home, but would like to be able to move closer to their children once they retire. They're faced with two major problems, though. First, the price of housing by where their children live is skyrocketing, and they're afraid they will be priced out of the market if they have to wait for 10 years to buy the house. And the second issue they have is the only place they have money they could use to buy the house is in their broker-managed Roth IRA. What the Larsons are wondering is if there is any way they could use some of their Roth IRA money to buy a property in the area they want to move into and just rent the house out until they retire. Luckily for the Larsons, there is a way to do so. And this is by setting up a self-directed Roth IRA. They will need to get the custodian involved in order to set up this new account. But once it's set up, they can roll over money from their broker-managed Roth IRA into their new self-directed Roth account and then use the money to buy the rental property. In doing this transaction, the Larsons do have two options. They can choose to let the custodian handle the finances and cut the checks that are needed for the rental property and be responsible for any deposits, or they can set up what is called a checkbook-controlled self-directed Roth IRA, where they would then use a new LLC that's owned by the self-directed Roth IRA to buy the property. This would then give the Larsons the ability to write their own checks for repairs, taxes, and other bills that the rental property might have. It would also allow them to make and keep track of deposits. For investments such as rental property, where there are checks being written on a continual basis, most people choose to have checkbook control Roth IRA accounts. This helps them to reduce costs and to be more timely on making sure bills get paid and that they can hire people to get the necessary repairs done in a timely manner. Once the rental property is purchased, the Larsons then find a renter and use their self-directed Roth IRA to handle the collecting of the income and the paying of the expenses. We then fast forward 10 years to when the Larsons are ready to retire. All they have to do is the paperwork to show the property was distributed out of the self-directed Roth IRA to themselves, and now they can move into the property. Having accomplished everything they set out to do, they were able to buy the property at a reduced price. They were able to get tax-free rental income each month and they were able to transfer the property out of their self-directed Roth IRA to themselves without having to pay tax on the gain. Prosperity Nation, hopefully by now, you have a good overview of how the self-directed Roth IRA works. 
so you can decide if it's something you want to consider for your own retirement. Remember, everything I teach is to help you get access to the knowledge and tools you need for a safe and secure retirement. It's your job to decide whether or not you need to use the tools to improve your retirement. If you decide you are ready to take action and you want to use these tools, I recommend you go to my website at theprosperityguy.com where you can connect with a prosperity advisor. These advisors know what it takes to get you to a tax-free and risk-free retirement, and they're there to help you make sure you get the knowledge and the tools you need to get yourself to where you want to be. Prosperity Nation, it is time for questions and answers with our producer, C.R. Talene. Hello, CR. Here we are again. Dave, this is so incredible. We get to see each other while we do our podcast now. I know that's so weird because the listeners don't get that opportunity. Yeah, it's crazy. I get to see you and talk to you now, but for everyone else, you just get to hear our awesome voices. Yes, all that video gets cut out by the time it gets to you, but it is great to be able to see each other, even though we're so far away. And I don't know if you saw, Dave, but I may have posted some images of me over the weekend. I did, and I wanted to make sure we talked about those. It was Halloween weekend. CR last week had talked about a costume that he had. It was Joe Exotic, if you've watched The Tiger King. Talk a little bit about how everything went. Well, it was odd. It was really hard to put together because I actually came up with the Shiger King. That's the term I, I've coined for this. I originally took my sheep, we spray painted it orange, and then we put stripes on it because I don't have access to a tiger. So this was the next best thing. And uh, once we did that, the other pieces just kind of fell in place. And holy cow, I had people that didn't even recognize me, like family or, or neighbors. It was pretty great. You did an amazing job with it. In fact, I'm really concerned that Netflix is going to be reaching out to you for the next documentary to fill in for him since he's in jail. Well, after my phone was blowing up because of all the messages from Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, the one that I thought was pretty impressive was somebody did reach out to me and say, let me know when Netflix picks up your series because I can't wait to watch. Well, if that happens, CR, you've got to include me. I've got to have a cameo spot. I'm not sure what it is. I'll, I'll be back there in the corner doing something, but I've got to have a little spot in there. I'll make sure to save you a spot really close so we can make this a great Netflix series. Yeah, you can get a picture of me running from the sheep. I'll be like that in front of there like a forest was on Forrest Gump, just running out in front of that sheep. And I'll tell you the weird thing out of all of this. So, so my sheep, his name is Marley. After I spray painted him, it's, again, it's this washable spray paint. It's the stuff you do for Halloween in your hair. Well, afterwards, I kind of left it on because I thought, well, the rain will come and, and maybe I'll sponge bath him later. Well, after all that, it just faded. It really didn't come off all the way. And so since then, my sheep has been by himself. And so he doesn't want to get around the other sheep either. He feels embarrassed or shy, but it's been a weird thing. So tonight, I'm going to go spray paint my other sheep just to make him feel better. That is very interesting. I would not believe that that would happen with a sheep if they had, and it sounds like it's not like the others are pushing him away. It's him making the decision to stay away. So it got me thinking a lot about life and how different we are from each other and how we isolate ourselves, or maybe we feel embarrassed. And so it got me thinking, I wonder if animals feel the same way. And I sure made my sheep feel pretty bad. So I've got to make it up to him and give him some extra hay for the next week. Well, it sounds like I probably need to send you an emotional support shirt for yourself so you can be the emotional support human for your sheep. <laughs> Yeah, that or I need one of those big vests I can wrap around my sheep and say emotional support animal and I can carry around to the store with me. 
<laughs> yeah, take it on the airplane, wherever you go, just make room for it. <laughs> I would love to see well, that. How about if we jump into this week's questions? All right, Dave. So my first question's for Mike. I've got three great questions today, but the first one from Mike, and this one I thought was pretty awesome because we get this one a lot. Why is my advisor not telling me about all of the things I have learned from your webinar? Mike, this is a great question. And on last week's podcast, we talked a little bit about the advisors we use and what their role is, how they do things. But there's really two reasons. Now, number one is that they don't know about the concepts and the things that we're teaching. That's number one, which is very possible. We do a lot of educating ourselves. And one of the things that we often hear is that people are saying, I've never thought about it that way. I've never heard of what you're teaching. The other one is, and I hope this isn't the case, is they understand what we're teaching, but they themselves aren't sharing it with you because there's no economic benefit for them. The products that are being talked about, the strategies, the tools, maybe products that they don't have access to. So they're not telling you. Dave, I know you have many advisors you've worked with in the past. You've had this this issue that's come up because people don't want to sell a certain product because it hasn't benefited them. But do you really see this as an issue going forward? It is a big issue and it's becoming even a bigger issue. In fact, I was reading a article the other day. It was like a 10 page article. So this isn't just a article that you would typically have from a blog post, but it was uh, slamming some of the ideas and stuff that we talk about. And in there, it was very interesting because they're a very well-recognized organization They've been very successful, but it was very interesting because the way they worded things, they would word, usually it works this way. Sometimes it works this way. So they're making some doubt in your mind that the strategies we're using work, but it's not putting out there and saying these don't work, which really is what they've got to do. They've either got to accept that they don't work or realize that if done correctly, like we talk about with our strategies, it's like a marriage. We're not recommending anyone just jump into a strategy because a product exists out there, you've got to make sure it meets criteria, then you've got to admit that it's going to work or not work. And Dave, you talk about some products, annuities, you talk about uh, life insurance. These are things that people don't know about. So they just assume they're bad or they're scared and they don't do anything or they say how horrible they are. But why do they do that? And a lot of it is on this situation. This was what these guys were doing. They were putting doubt in people's minds saying probably isn't for you. And then at the end, hey, come to us and we'll uh, waive any fees that you may have getting out of those and we'll be happy to take all of your assets. Well, why did they do the presentation? It wasn't to help you. It was all to help them. And that's what it all became. In fact, and then they had a big group of disclosures about all the fees they were going to charge you. And really, unfortunately, that's what a lot of it is, especially from the big brokerage houses. They're walking away from it because they aren't making any money off of it. They're trying to figure out how they can build their pocketbook. But uh, on an individual side, if you're listening to those individuals, you just don't know. I mean, we don't know what we don't know many times. And if all you've heard is one side of the story, it's very quick to make a judgment and say, well, that's not an option. I guess that's what I love about what we do, CR. We give ideas. We let people uh, run with them if they want to. You can apply them in your life. If not, hey, go back to what you're doing before we met. And that's exactly why we're here. And we've talked about this many times, especially on our live uh, show this week on Facebook and YouTube. We just talk about the the fact that we're here to educate and help bring awareness about each of these products, each of these ideas, and let them make that decision. And sure, we have the right advisors and others that will direct them once they feel like, hey, I'm ready to make that decision. But our goal is to help get people educated so they do make the right decision. That's one of the things that I love most about being an educator, CR, is it gives me the opportunity to share with individuals concepts and ideas 
that they can then figure out what to do themselves. How are they going to work with the information they have? Are they going to use it? Is it going to work in their retirement? Or is it something that they can pass on and start looking for other strategies? And I'm going to throw this out there, Dave, but if they have doubt or if they have questions, what can they do? I would recommend you go to our website and get that question answered. But the best place I found is to go to our weekly live event every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Central Time. We're going to answer your questions in a live format. It's one of my favorite times of the week because we're having people come on that have legitimate questions they need answers to. They've not been able to find anywhere else. And we've been able to help them get those answers and start providing solutions. That's awesome. Okay, Dave, my next one is from Cecilia. But Cecilia says, if all of your money is subject to sequence of return risk, how do you plan ahead so you don't have to take money out during a down market? This is a question we get asked often. Because one of the things I talk about is if the market's down, you don't want to take money out of your retirement. But most people have their retirement structured to where they're getting monthly, maybe quarterly payments, but usually a monthly payment. So if it's on autopilot that you're getting this amount of money pulled out on a consistent basis, you may not know when the market's going to be down. You could have a a payment scheduled for five days from now, the market tanks, and now you're stuck taking that payment out. So the best recommendation I can give you is to set money aside, set a small amount aside that you're pulling from regularly. So you know what that's going to be. It may not be as productive as some of your assets all the time, but at least you're not having to worry about sequence of return if that's your only pool of money. Now, my best option would be to get multiple streams of income so you can alleviate that risk completely. So Dave, in my simple terms, sequence of return risk means that if the stock market plunges about the same time that I decide to retire and start taking regular withdrawals from my investments, you're saying I could be in for a financial mess, right? Absolutely. You've really got to look at the first five years leading up to retirement and the five years after retirement could go as far as 10, depending on your life expectancy and where you're at. But you've got to look at those years because if you're taking that money during a down market, you've locked in that loss. It no longer has an opportunity to come back up because you've already taken that money out. And for someone that's doing annual distributions, this could be a catastrophe. All of a sudden, you're taking a full year of income out and the market's down 40%. You're going to run out of money much faster than you otherwise would. So what about those getting ready to retire that have watched the value of their investments accounts drop because of COVID-19? Yeah, the biggest thing for them is to be patient. One of the biggest things you've got to look at with your investment, if you're well-diversified, you're going to have opportunities to get your money back based on history and what the market does. Now, we talk about many strategies to help you eliminate these various risks going forward and would recommend that you attend our webinars, that you educate yourself on the strategies that we have so you can figure out if there are strategies you want to start implementing into your retirement. I am so glad you just didn't answer that by saying they need to delay their retirement. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the answer that's given far too often is that people are just going to have to wait longer. And we saw people have to do that back in 2008 with the mortgage debacle. You had many people that thought they were going to retire and all of a sudden their retirement plans down 30, 40%. Retirement started to look a whole lot different than they expected it to. All right, Dave, this is my favorite question out of the three. This is from Karen. And she said, can I invest in collectibles in a self-directed IRA? This is a good question. And self-directed IRAs are very misunderstood. There's not a large percentage of population that uses self-directed IRAs. In fact, we talked about the self-directed Roth IRA today in our show. But when you look at collectibles, you cannot. This is an excluded asset. 
Many other assets can go into a self-directed IRA, but insurance contracts and collectibles are not two of those. The biggest reason is because the value is based upon the, the value of that product. So you're taking a product like a baseball card. Well, why are you willing to pay a million dollars for a Mickey Mandel baseball card? Because the card and what's on it itself, there's no income value to it. There's no opportunity to make income because it's performing some type of service or anything else. So the government's not going to allow you to put collectibles in there. That's a prohibited transaction. Well, Dave, I did look up collectibles from the IRS just to kind of see what things are out there if collectibles do work. And there was artwork, rugs, antiques, medals, gems, stamps, coins, certain kinds, alcoholic beverages. Did, did you find Pez on there anywhere? That was, I was going to bring that up. The one I did not find on there was Pez for some reason. <laughs> That is so strange. Do you by chance know anybody who would be collecting Pez? Yeah. You know, there's this guy named CR who uh, is on this podcast. He collects and he's got about uh, 1,800 of them. So Yeah, I got so excited. I keep thinking I'm going to find some new ones for you, which I have successfully found a couple. But I will tell you, I find these odd Pez that I think there's no way CR could have this. And he texts back and says, yep, Dave, I've got it. And, and I don't want to break your heart, but you're not the only one who sends me those texts that says, hey, I found this Pez. I found this Pez. And sure enough, I usually have most of them because by the time everyone else sees them, they've already been on the market for a little while. But yeah, you actually did find a set I've been craving because it's the Mandalorian set. I sound super nerdy right now, but it's one I've been really excited to get. So I, in fact, I just got that in the mail yesterday. So thank you for that. Good. Glad to know that it showed up. So I do, unfortunately, though, have that bad news, CR, that that Pez collection is not going into your self-directed Roth IRA, buddy. Uh, I was hoping. And so I, maybe that along with my alcoholic beverages or my, my <laughs> stamps, but I guess we're, we're not going to work out right now. Yeah. I guess you're just going to have to put those on the side. You're going to have to use something else to invest in to make your money. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for letting me be on again. I can't wait to find out what happens next week. Likewise. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Prosperity Nation, if you've got questions about your retirement, please go to our website. If you would like to meet with an advisor who can help you better understand what a tax-free and risk-free retirement would look like for you, go to our website where you can get signed up for a free strategy session where they'll help you walk through what your retirement would look like pre-meeting with them and what it will look like after meeting with them and then let you decide what direction you want to go. My name's Dave Hall. I'm the Prosperity Guy. Look forward to seeing you on next week's podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Prosperity Gap. To learn more about The Prosperity Guy, visit theprosperityguy.com and find out how you can get a tax-free and risk-free retirement.